0: Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Brad Busick, CIO at MultiCare Health System. In part two, we talk about the massive foundational effect that he believes will make the organization more efficient, what healthcare can learn from other industries about onboarding staff in a personalized way, the criteria that must be met before an individual on his team can be promoted, and why he's excited for the next generation of workers. Looking at this year and in the near future, what would you consider to be some of your really key areas of focus?
1: Yeah, this is the year of reimagining multi-care infrastructure, and it manifests itself in a, in a couple of key areas. But you know, multi-care is scaling at a pretty egregious pace, and so to do that, we've got to have systems and infrastructure that support that. And so we've got three main areas of focus this year. The first we talked about, which is the Epic optimization. How do we get up to speed on The latest foundational version of Epic so that we have the best experience for our providers, um, and we make the most of their time to ensure that they're operating at the top of their license. That's one of the biggest priorities. The second is swapping out our ERP platform. So we spent six months in 2021 doing discovery. We kicked off in earnest implementing Workday. This is a 15-month project that'll go live in March of 2023. But that touches all of finance, all of supply chain, and all of our HR team. So that's a, a massive foundational effort um, that, frankly, is just yeah. going to make us more efficient. And then the third area of investment for us is on our access and referral platform. Back to, I think, your nice conversation right at the very beginning of this dialogue how do we provide a really elegant way for people to engage with multi care? The same way that you and I wouldn't go and engage with Alaska Airlines or making a dinner reservation. And so putting capabilities for SMS and chatbot all the way to social media engagement um, and an IVR um, that allow people to engage with multi-care the way that they want to, as opposed to the traditional way of picking up a phone and, and being on hold for 15 minutes. So we are doubling down on all those three areas all of which is underpinned by, again, my incredible uh, leadership team and business partners, because as you know, this doesn't happen just because the CIO said so. And um, we are all pulling um, in a pretty seamless way right now. And it's fun to watch it in action.
0: Yeah, so not surprisingly, a a lot going on. And in terms of the the ERP, that's something that um, it's not sexy as they say, but it just seems like it's such a worthwhile investment and,
1: yeah, absolutely. You know, I think there's some folks uh, at Multicare that actually are excited about some of the capabilities that, that are sexy for people coming into Multicare. So yeah. if you're applying from the outside, you know, what would it look like to get a, a welcome note from uh, the president or a video that's been customized for your team from your leader and you get a notification that says, hey, here's your, here's your badge, here's your laptop, here's your parking stall, This is what you expect on day one in in a really, um, again, kind of elegant, modern way. That's not something that healthcare has embraced. Um, Sadly, the rest of the world's already there or or heading that way. And frankly, it's been the blessing and and in some cases the curse of having a leadership team that is made up of folks that have been steeped in healthcare and others that came from outside. Uh, We get a really awesome balance of what a consumer experience would look like balanced with, of course, the importance of just really quality care.
0: And, and you obviously have uh, some outside experience. So I wanted to talk about how some of your previous roles have prepared you for where you are now. And you mentioned working with the Gates Foundation. So I'm sure that that's, that was a great experience.
1: It was amazing. And some of the most meaningful work I think I've, I've done in my career and surrounded by some of the brightest minds in, in the world the beauty of being at the Gates Foundation and parlaying that to even an experience at MultiCare—they're really both rooted in the premise of everybody deserves the opportunity to lead a healthy and productive life. And whether that's through quality care that MultiCare is providing, or, or access to polio vaccines, or water sanitation, or K through 12 transformation—again, everybody's kind of rowing in that same direction. And as you know this journey is not for the faint of, of heart and so it, it requires i think a rigor and a level of optimism um, and that optimism i think is balanced with an equitable level of impatience uh, of which i have both
0: and so
1: i want to see it happen fast uh, but i want to see it happen yeah. right and so would not trade my time at, at gates for anything and ironically but not on accident um, our new CTO that started two months ago spent 13 years uh, at the foundation as well, leading global delivery. And so he's joined to help um, multi-care build out infrastructure and, and modernize as, as well.
0: And you've also kind of been in some other sectors as well. So Donald Miller, what, what type of uh, organization is that?
1: Yeah. So putting these uh, puzzle pieces together, back to the uh, conversation about smart equipment, um, mm-hmm. I spent five years um, in McDonald Miller helping lead and create the Smart Buildings portfolio. How do we think about predicting uh, the health of equipment in hospitals, in data centers? Every building that we drive by every day has these units on the roof and this stuff in the basement that nobody cares about until it breaks. And so yeah. can you put something forward to actually predict uptime to get better quality and more efficiency out of these really expensive capital investments. That plays into multi-care as we go down the path of smart buildings and smart equipment. Um, And we also, via merger and acquisition, uh, look at um, these buildings and say, wow, what are we really getting into here? Is there a way to to identify and analyze this equipment proactively and get more precise on when this stuff might crash um, and what the associated cost might be? Uh, And so that was a really awesome time as well to innovate in a space that, again, historically lacked innovation.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a good background. And did you have any uh, reservations about coming to healthcare, where you know innovation and has been? What's a nice way to say a little slower than other industries?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a great. That's a great question. Here's why I said yes. The opportunity that was in front of us um, at MultiCare to innovate was more than just what I think someone sees on a Job description, I had a chance to sit down with Florence Chang, who's our um, EVP and and COO, and Bill Robertson, who's our our president, and make no mistake, the the vision for transformation is is real. It's palpable. And frankly, it's now an expectation. And so it was, I'm hiring you to come in and change the way that we interact and the way that we scale and the way that uh, we define patient care. And so, with that freedom, that took away any hesitation I had about, about joining healthcare. Healthcare is super complex, make no mistake yeah. about it. But ultimately, it comes down to, to people. And can you get uh, the right folks to engage in, in the same way so that you get the outcome that you're going after? That's the team that we're, we're building. And those are the partnerships I think that we're forming across the, the system and, and, frankly, the industry right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think that that's what you just talked about, is that reflected in kind of what you look for when you are hiring or promoting individuals? Like, is that what you're looking for? Like kind of that that spirit?
1: Yeah, I, a spirit's the right way to define it. I mean, so let's talk about promotion, for example. I don't want anyone to get promoted on my team that hasn't either changed the trajectory of a given capability or focus area and or change the direction or trajectory of at least two people on their own team's lives. So what does that mean? That means if I were to be working with Mary Smith, I'm not gonna get promoted into a director role unless I've drastically changed Mary's trajectory as a contributor on that team. That might mean she learned a new capability. That might mean she went and got her MBA. That might mean she was the keynote at the last Gartner conference gave Mary a different platform to grow and be seen while also advancing the capability of that particular focus area, whether it was data orchestration or performance analytics. And so as we promote from within, that's one of the benchmarks. And then from outside of the org coming in, uh, yeah, there needs to be an alignment of spirit, particularly with a focus on Providing a different level of care and a, le- a different level of rigor, so we get a lot of applications for jobs, obviously, and we are looking for that right fit. So I'd rather have the job go unfilled than settle.
0: Yeah, and looking at your your LinkedIn, I had seen the really cool story about your daughter, and she, uh, you know, applying for the uh, internship <laughs> at Roblox at the age yeah. of ten, and. It's very cool. It sat well with me. I have a nine and a half year old daughter who's oh, perfect. Very, uh, she's a go-getter. It's such a great thing because it just shows how important it is to to kind of encourage people to to go after things. And you must have must have been very proud.
1: I was really proud, and I also, along with my wife, was not surprised. My daughter was was very fortunate to have. Uh, someone over at Workday that saw this opportunity to say, you know what, I actually could go and change the life of a 10-year-old. And yeah. the confidence that I think Olivia got from that experience, it's hard to replicate, right? And so similar to, I think, the spirit that you and I just got into talking about, the folks over at Roblox uh, embody that and said, you know what, we have the opportunity to change the trajectory of a little girl's life. And that's mm-hmm. so, so powerful. So not only did they give her a chance to do an interview, they've since invited her to be a part of a, a consumer panel to provide feedback on the, on the game. And the posters on my daughter's wall, you know, the Disney posters were replaced with, uh, I'm going to be a video game designer. I'm going to go design UI and UX. I want to do quality assurance testing. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's exactly what we're trying to embody here at MultiCare, just a little closer to home for me.
0: Right. There's just a lot of lessons that come out of that. You don't have anything to lose sometimes to engage with someone who, no, you're you're not going to likely hire a ten-year-old, but you know, right. To get their feedback and then if you say she's on a panel to be able to to get more engaged with with your users. So absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of cool things came out of that. I think.
1: Yeah, no, I'm really really grateful that Roblox took a shot, and um, I think the lessons not only for you know, my wife, but I literally I received hundreds of notes from, from folks who said, wow, this really inspired my son or daughter to uh, engage um, with companies on social media. Neither of my kids have social yeah. media accounts because I, I would not let my daughter have a LinkedIn account yet. She's not old enough, but it was a fun, <laughs> right. it was a fun way to say like, hey, people are watching and what you do online matters. And so be thoughtful about how you engage, how you treat people.
0: Right. And I think for a lot of people, their reaction to it was, you know, hope for the future for for this group that's coming up, and it's kind of good to see that. So
1: no, no question. And this is something that I mean is really near and dear to my my heart, and I've been, you know, really involved in PLU through School of Business and um, as an adjunct professor there. And I'm really bullish on this next generation of of leaders, um, and I think they're teachable. Um, I think they're really hungry for someone to pay attention. Uh, and for people to authentically connect with them. And that's true for my daughter and, and yours. That's also true for the you know 18-year-old that's graduating from um, Pacific Lutheran University this May. And so how do folks like you and I authentically connect with them and then help them open doors, introduce them to networks? Yeah. Um, it costs us very little, and it, yet it can change someone's life.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure that it benefits you too, having these conversations and Yeah, I would think that
1: it's a two-way street. It is. It brings me a ton of joy. I love watching current and former students uh, succeed and go on and make their own uh, path. And, um, you know, 12 years later, uh, those former students are now directors and VPs in their own organizations. And um, it's really rewarding to watch um, them forge their own own path.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from HealthSystemCIO.com. To hear other podcasts... Visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com/podcast.